are you from, Joseph? South Shields. Ethel. Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stop working with flyer. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're, You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, babes. <laughs> Hi, babes. Uh, we should say this is another episode of your, your Welcome America After Dark. Mm. Ooh. Hear that clink of What's a frosty drink. Mm. Oh, yeah, there we go. Hear that clink of a frosty drink. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, little G&T, enjoying it? I made it for you. Yeah, thank you. It's You're great. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just catchphrasing all over the joint. Okay. Right, I know we've seen each other recently, but I do believe we have some feedback. Yes, we do. Okay, Tom in London has got in touch. Ooh. Now, when we discussed medieval times, yep. wait, what was our UK equivalent again? What was it? Pantomimes. Pantomimes. <laughs> so he got in touch to say that in London, there's like a medieval banquet uh, at St. Catherine's Docks already. I'm out. I don't know how to get there. Um, <laughs> you just go to Tower Hill. It's really not that hard. Cool. Um, <laughs> so there's a medieval banquet at St. Catherine's Dock. There's no show. Okay. No room. In those um, docks. And also, you do not you do not want to let like horses near the water. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Got to be careful. Um, but they do do like, uh, um, like a big meal and you all dress up, uh, hen and stag parties. And he hasn't been for a while, but he seemed to remember you could order a soup bowl and the bowl was made of bread. Oh, I love a bread bowl. Medieval. Did you, um, did you ever, this is just a separate question. Did you ever at primary school have to go on like a historical trip where you had to dress up? Oh my god! And your mum would make you like an outfit of rags to wear. We went to York and we did a Viking one, and yeah. we were all like in a village. And then someone dressed as a leper came and attacked the village, and we all had to be like, "No, we don't want the plague," or whatever the medical term was. Wow! Don't think that happens in 2019. Absolutely not. I don't no. think you can call someone a leper. No. Oh yeah, uh, that's probably an outdated term, but I'm referring to the 90s or something. Yeah, we're not cancelled. No. Oh yeah, I had some more feedback from Michael. <laughs> I should say that every time we do refer to Michael, an acre square of the rainforest is destroyed. So. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so we've got to be careful. I'm not getting involved. Okay. So <laughs> Michael said, guys, the idea, first of all, that's not very gender friendly. No, cancelled. Yeah, he should say. <laughs> People. People. Everyone. Everyone. All, yeah. All. They. Got to be inclusive. Thank you. Yeah, there you thank you. Um, the idea that Sleepy Bath is comparable to the capital city of the United States is not a strong recommendation for you as translators between our two countries. Well, has he given a suggestion for what would be good? No, he hasn't. Hmm. Well, there you go. Delete comment. <laughs> so that's all my feedback. What have you got going I've on? I've got a couple of real fishy feedbacks for you. Mm. First one is from George here in LA. And he says, what in the fuck is a fish finger sarni? American equivalent, please. So it's a fish finger sandwich. Yeah, it's a, it's a fish stick sandwich. But are fish sticks breaded? Yes. Jesse, but... Jesse, Jesse's in the room, American. Are fish sticks breaded? Yeah. Always. Yeah. So it's actually the equivalent of making a fish stick sandwich. Or if you want to think restaurant style, it's actually kind of like a filio fish from McDonald's. Love a filio which fish. Which Jesse told me, as we were talking about before this, it's the most caloric item on the menu in McDonald's. Oh, also my fave. Uh, so also speaking of cod, uh, <laughs> Camille, <laughs> Camille has got in touch. I'm not calling her a cod. Old coddy Camille's got in touch. And she says, Bath equals the Hamptons. 
Cape Cod? Comments, comments. Oh, this I is think- Camille. No, she, Camille, uh, shout out to Camille. She's in, New- I think she lives in New Zealand. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's been a very strong, she is verging on core listener, Charlie. Oh, core listener Camille. Core listener Camille's two CLCs. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Camille, wait, so she's she's thinking that... So she's actually saying, in response to Michael, actually, uh, she's saying that she thinks Bath, the equivalent of Bath is the Hamptons. Or maybe Cape Cod. I think she's got a very good point there. I think Cape Cod especially is like lovely sleepy town, history, beautiful. Yeah. But not but not like people know it, but don't really know it. It's not yeah. that famous. Yeah. Like not don't... as famous as Washington. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well fine. Uh Mike Michael and Camille, we, we will change our answer and uh the US equivalent of Bath is Cape Cod. Yeah, thank you, Camille. Thank you, Camille. Constructive. Yeah. Wait a minute, how many square acres have I destroyed now? Uh, quite a few, but okay. again, I'm not getting involved. Uh, any more feedback? No, I'm done. Okay, well, we should say that in every episode of You're Welcome America, we translate uh, British pop culture for America, American pop culture for Britain. We usually tackle a British topic and an American topic. Today, tonight, <gasps> we're doing things differently. Well, first of all, I can say that we've got an audience of <laughs> we two do. people. It's not just Jesse shuffling around in a robe anymore, like spritzing a cacti. Uh, we've got two people watching us, and tonight, in celebration of Drag Race starting on the BBC in the UK, yep. uh, we have our first celebrity guest. Yes, and we were going to be <gasps> uh, we're going to be meeting them <laughs> right after <laughs> right this. Right after this. Bye. Okay, we are back. Oh yeah, we are. And. <laughs> Please welcome our special guest from Drag Race UK. It is Crystal. Woo! Oh, hi. How hey, unexpected. Crystal. <laughs> hey, Crystal. Hi. In preparation for Crystal being here, I'm just going to pop this on. Oh. Ooh. Wait, now is that a healing crystal or is that a um, manufactured crystal? You tell me. It's your fucking name. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing both, to be honest. Okay. Manufactured healing. Those are my, well, those are my two favorite things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Drag Race is starting October 3rd in the UK. It's the first UK season. Yeah. You are right. one of 10 queens on the show. Can you believe it? I can't. No, I can. No, I can. I can. I can. Because we're very proud of you. Yeah, because we have to say we do know you. We do. <laughs> we know <laughs> We do know you. That's, that's how we've got this, this real coup. Um, but yeah, we are very proud of you. Well, I'm <laughs> proud of me too. Good. That's the correct answer. Yeah. Um, but, hey, before we get into it though, can you just, for any of our listeners who don't actually know what Drag Race is, uh, can you just Fools. tell the world what is Drag Race? Wow. Okay. So uh, it's a competition where men put on makeup and dresses <laughs> to compete for money. <laughs> Perfect. No, that's it. You, I think I've done it. I think that's it. That You've done it. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's now, be- hopefully, one day women will also compete for we'll, money. We'll get there. But but for now, men do it. We're getting there, and kind of. We're getting there, kind of. We're yeah. getting there, kind of. Slowly and surely. Has it? Well, actually, has there ever been a contestant on U.S. Drag Race who is uh, between gender genders yes, as gender absolutely. neutral? Yes. yes. Yeah, we've had. There's been trans contestants. Yeah, there's, there's been people who have announced that they're trans or transitioning once they're in the process. Process. I use the American definition there because I've been mm. saying it all day at work. Um, and actually, I think All Stars, when Gia Gunn came back, was mm-hmm. the first time it was like an f- official trans kind of contestant where she'd already, you know, come out as trans and she was just a contestant on the show. Okay. Yeah. So cool. it does happen. 
Um, Fraser, you have put together a lovely running order for us. I, I, want, I want you to kick things off. Okay, Get things well, going for us. Actually, my first question was just to ask you, Crystal, what you're doing here in the US. Tell well, us what's been on your itinerary. Well, apparently I am drinking about 18 margaritas. Yep. Perfect. Um, in celebration of your Welcome America After Dark. You know, we'll see if we get through this whole episode, to be honest. I think we'll, we'll be get fine. somewhere. Yeah, we'll get I managed, somewhere. I managed we'll the somewhere. last one after dark and I drank a whole bottle of red wine during that record. Yeah. Right. The editing and process was very kind to me. <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> and I was the one that did, you it. did it. I protected um, myself. I'm also coming off the back of Burning Man, so Oh my god. Literally anything could come out of my mouth. Wait, what is the UK equivalent of Burning Man? Ooh. Oh, it's got to be Glastonbury. It's got to yeah, be Glastonbury. I think, it's got to be no, Glastonbury. No, but I would say Glastonbury in the 90s. Well, I think, oh. yeah, anyone who's been to Burning Man, anyone who's been to Glastonbury, they're going to talk to you about it like it's a religion. Yeah. They're going to feel very special. Um, I've only been to Burning Man. I've never been to Glastonbury. Okay. Um, and, but I feel like people talk about it in the same kind of language. Yeah, they call it Glastonbury. Uh, yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah, are you doing it? Uh, oh, 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 Glastonbury. Oh. Well, and much like uh, the death of Michael Jackson, Glastonbury is always on my birthday, so not for me. I also oh. think that Glastonbury, like, just mu- much like Michael Jackson, never will be a topic on this uh, podcast. No. Just... On the plus side, Burning Man, much gayer. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yes. I, in my uninformed opinion. No, well, I mean, in your, your four years experience. Yeah. Well, you did just tell us that um, two of your friends showed their vaginas to each other and complimented them. That's true. And actually, I bet that doesn't happen in Glastonbury. Oh, no, definitely not. No. They show them and then they like do like just insults. Or Puts- someone's like vomits in someone else's vagina because yeah. it's Glastonbury and it's raw. Yeah, 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 Glastonbury. Yeah. Well, boots, you want. mud. Just go and watch the strokes and throw up in your vagina. Oh. I don't know. Is that right? We don't care for right or not because that's what we think. <laughs> yeah. So fine with that. And, and, if, I, and if I'm book. wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> fine with that. That's, that's the way we roll in uh, Your Welcome America After Dark. And then... Am I right? You're going to DragCon after this? That's in New right. York? Yes. Oh this, my god. I mean, I've come to LA for 36 hours, <laughs> only to film Your Welcome America. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the only reason, Michael. Oh no! Shit. Do you like the rainforest or not? <laughs> come on. Dragged at this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, now, obviously, a podcast is an audio uh, medium, oh, right. so, and we yeah. should be able to hear your accent. Now, bearing yeah. in mind that you are competing on UK Drag Race, yeah. tell us where you're from. It's a bit controversial, really. I was born in Canada. <gasps> Gasp. But I am competing on Drag Race UK, and that's because my mother is British. I have a British passport. I've yeah. lived in the, in the UK for the last 10 years. Uh, therefore, I'm British. So, but, uh, do you know what though? The precedent has been set on uh, US Drag Race that they've had an Australian queen. They have a, they've had a Canadian queen. So it's not unheard of. To be honest, and you've lived in Britain, the UK for a long time. Yeah. And I think you are, and British. I'm, and I'm also more surprised than anyone to have made it off. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you had any backlash to being Canadian? Absolutely. What's um, been said? I think it's well, people are very disappointed that there isn't a Scottish queen. On the show? I, I did see that. And I, obviously, I I am disappointed as well, being Scottish. But at the same time, I know from being a TV producer, you can't, you, you can't have it all. Uh, and you've got 10 queens. And to, to find 10 queens who are of equal ability and cover absolute it's every impossible. base is, impo- is impossible. I firmly believe that is there, if there is a second season of Drag Race UK, there will 100% be a Scottish yeah. queen. Is there it's a Welsh a- queen? Yes. Oh. Vaguely. He's Welsh. Um, the Vivian was born in Wales. Ah. Uh, 
and grew up in Liverpool. So oh, okay. Represent. Yeah. North Wales, got it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think the show is trying to cast a great show. They've only got 10 spots. Um, and they only have a pool to work with from the people who applied. Mm-hmm. I don't know who applied. Right. I also know for a fact that RuPaul himself chooses from the tapes. So, Jesus. Oh, God. So, you know, we've got the cast that we've got. Yeah. Um, I trust in the, in the vision of RuPaul. How, what was your audition tape like? Um, like sweaty? <laughs> well, and I saw when you were at Manchester Pride the other week, you were sweating up a soup. So really... That, that is literally all I do. I sweat places. I, I sweat from place to place. Um, <laughs> if I don't have a panic fire under my butt, I really can't. I really can't perform. So What happened next? Walk us through the process. Well, then someone says, hey, we'd like you to be on Drag Race. You've got 10 days You've got two hours. Fuck. We'll need you. We'll need you in thirty seconds um, at the stage door. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Whoa! Essentially, okay. uh, and then yeah, you're just you're thrown in, and then the rest is um, a Drag strange history. drunken blur. And when did you when did you tape it? When was it? Back in April. So obviously you you had you know you go through the the process of getting chosen. You do the filming, but then what people don't realize is the actual biggest day is the launch of Drag Race because that's the first time the public finds out who's going to be on that mm. season yes what was the day like that they dropped Meet the Queens oh god it's like I actually don't know how to explain it right. um, because you've been building it up for so long and you haven't and, really and been you, able to and, tell people yeah you've been living this weird lie so you have all these friends getting in touch that are like ah, I can't believe it ah. <laughs> but then you also have these kind of annoying friends who are like I knew it right <laughs> And that's really annoying because you didn't fucking know it. It was yeah. really fucking hard to get on this yeah. show. That's like when you come out and someone, when you first yeah. come out and someone's like, oh, yeah, I, I knew you were gay the whole time. It's like, and don't it's diminish like, my experience. It's like, this you. is not your moment. It is mine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got it. But wait, so you went from, let's talk about numbers, Instagram followers. <laughs> no, but let's, seriously. No, no, let's talk about the only statistic that matters. <laughs> but no, but this is, but no, but here's, here's what I'm trying to say is that you just, just you, you were just struggling to describe the experience. Understandably, we mm. don't know what it's like and you can't put it into words. So I just wanted to put it into context by talking about numbers, which are tangible. So you went from how many, in 24 hours, what happened to your Instagram followers? I think I went from like 4,000 to 25-ish thousand followers. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, sort of. But then there's a part of me that thinks that like being a drag queen is pretending you're famous. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's almost like the world catches up. Yeah. What kind of, uh, f- I mean, you touched on it briefly before, but what kind of feedback did you get on Instagram and social media? I, you know, you said people got in touch. I'm sure lots of it was, what was surprising to you? Was there anything that think, really stuck out? Yeah, I think the volume is very surprising. And also like the effusiveness, like, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever sent an Instagram message to someone saying I loved them. Yeah. But I've had many Wow. Now, bearing in mind, your husband is just sitting over here. <laughs> we should shout out uh, to Tom. He, not a big Instagram user, no, no, we will say. Yeah, he, he's, he says he loves me in other, in other formats. Oh, okay, other yeah. formats. Yeah. Okay. Facts. Email, yeah. facts. Page. Page. Yeah, I get a lot of pa- uh, carrier <laughs> pigeons, actually. Yeah. It's just... Oh, just batting away those. Yeah, like <laughs> now, Tom. a note wrapped around a stone dropped onto oh, the roof. Ow. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You're romantic. Nice so basically, song. you stone him. That's what you do. <laughs> so I'm sure you expected some 
comments and backlash, but was there anything directed at you that really took you back, took you back and were surprised at? No, nothing that's shocked me so far. Okay. I'm sure that will happen. Um, but to be honest, even the mean comments, I'm, I'm just kind of delighted by. <laughs> Um, my friend came over on the day of the announcement and he just trolled YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. He trolled all of them yep. to find all the mean comments he could about me and just read them all to me, which was just so <laughs> delightful. And we just had such a giggle because the idea that someone can think they know you from a photo and like a 30 second meet the Queens clip, like yeah. it's ridiculous. The, well, the show hasn't even started. Exactly. So no one, no one has any idea about me at all, except that. They think my hair looked a bit like Lady Gaga in that photo. Right. And and the idea that like people have formed opinions and all of that from that content yeah. is just, it, it's just super amusing. Although what I will say from knowing you and knowing your style of drag and your style of like art and performance is that I think if you were maybe younger or you were super into kind of being like an Instagram queen or any of that kind of thing, you would take those comments really to heart. But knowing you and the way you operate and the kind of show that you used to put on in London that you put on in London... That's the kind of thing you would probably make like a, a feature out of in, Absolutely. in Mariah and Friends. I cannot wait to start yeah. a, a feed yeah, of yeah. like I think that's amazing. the haters. Yeah, you could do like a voiceover of just like all the nasty comments. And people say don't reply to like the negative stuff, but like <laughs> that's all I want to reply to. It's so funny to me. Right, so I think we should kind of just get into... I know there's obviously... The show hasn't started. You can't go into any specifics, so don't worry. We're not going to do any gotcha journalism and ask you to go into specifics. I wasn't asking for <laughs> specifics. Don't give me those eyes. They're just my eyes. Oh, okay. um, well, well, I know where you're going with this, and I just want to jump in and say our podcast is obviously about translating uh, British pop yes. culture to America and American pop culture to Britain. So we want to lean heavily into the differences between US yes. drag race and UK drag race, and in general, US drag and UK drag. Yes. Fraser. Amazing. Yeah, so I was just going to say, in general, having now gone through the whole process and filmed the whole show, what do you think are going to be the main differences between Drag Race US and UK, apart from just everyone being from the UK? I think the main difference is, like, the history of drag in the two countries. Yeah. And the US drag scene is very heavily informed by the ballroom scene. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all seen Pose. We yep. see what that kind of pageant culture brings up, and it's absolutely gorgeous. The UK drag scene is probably more informed by uh, pantomime culture yep. and a more kind of pub-based drag. Would you say the UK is more comedy-based? Yeah, comedy. And like the thing that blew my mind when I moved to the UK is that drag is accepted by the masses. Yeah. It's not an underground scene. Yep. It's something that every single person has seen at some point in their life because they've all been to pantomime. They've all been to a show in Blackpool. They've all been to somewhere where a yeah. drag queen dame has sung some songs with them and yeah. told some jokes and hosted a bingo. And it's very, yeah. very, very in the public sphere. And well, straight guys love dressing up in women's clothes oh, in the UK. Oh, There's God, so many, that, that's not, it does not happen here as much. I but think one other it. thing I just wanted to add to that as well. I think, you know, pantomimes and live shows. Yeah, they're big in the UK. But if you think about the 90s, um, Dame Edna in the 80s and 90s was a big deal. Obviously Australian, but in the UK a lot. And but Lily also Savage. Lily Savage, yeah. a huge mm -hmm. deal. In the 90s, Lily Savage, uh, a drag queen in the UK, hosted um, Blankety Blank, which is basically match game yeah. in, the U in the US. So the fact that there was like a primetime family yeah. uh, like TV show and it was hosted by a drag queen and no one really batted an eyelid. Do you think that... Lily Maybe Savage. that's where RuPaul got the idea. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think Lily Savage is the UK equivalent of RuPaul? Throwing it out there. I would say pretty much. Yeah. 
but unfortunately, Lily Savage has retired. Been disavowed. So we <laughs> will never wait. know if it could have happened. Yeah. 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 So, okay. But so going back to what you were saying about the differences between UK and US drag, what about Drag Race? What are the, the differences between the two shows? Oh, we've, wait, we've had someone collapse in the audience. It's okay. She's fine. Medic. Med- okay. It's fine. She's going out to get some air. She got Sorry, Jesse just knocked over a stack of crystals and uh, artisanal candles. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was drinking. I couldn't even speak. I was drinking. Sorry. Oh, good. After dark, things get loose, I tell you. What are the differences between the UK and US show? Yeah, I think people are going to be, uh, are going to notice the the style of comedy. Um, I mean, Charlie Hyde said it on Drag Race US yep. that UK queens are known for singing live. But I actually think the the whole story there is that UK queens are known for performing live in front of an audience yeah. and they're they're not they're not based so much in the lip sync they're based more in like hosting yeah. an evening hosting a pub obviously since drag race like there's a whole new fleet of queens since drag race us yes that have come up in the uk that are completely informed by that show and to be honest i'm probably one of those more so than the other the uk version really has this amazing roster of people who just are used to sitting on a mic and telling people to fuck off That's great. in really creative ways. Yeah. If you can command a room full of men in Middlesbrough, <laughs> like you can definitely do it on TV. Yeah, what's, that feels so right. what's the toughest gig you've ever done in the UK? Have there been any like that where you've been in, in somewhere that isn't like a London and you, you've been like... Um, uh, I actually think the toughest gig I did in the UK was actually not in the UK. It was in Mallorca four people from the UK who'd moved there and they'd booked me to DJ a 60th birthday. They hadn't figured out the exact sound system requirements. There was no microphone. Um, I was in a, I was in a 37 degree pit of heat in the outside, in the sun, literally no sound. And there were a hundred 60 year old ladies dressed in Smithy's disco costumes. I really like the term Smithy's disco costumes. As someone who's bought outfits for TV shows and props for TV shows in the UK, Smithy's really... <laughs> oh, you just hit me hard with that one. <laughs> what is the US equivalent of Smithy's? Party City. No, Smithy's. It's Party, party, city. It's party, party city. city. So how did you... <laughs> they how, should have gone back to Party City. How did you deal with that? <laughs> Where they how, belong. Yeah. How did you deal with that situation? What did um, you do? Well, I think I mostly sweated. Yeah. On brand. <laughs> and then I drank about seven pints. Um, I had a little cry. So I had a question. Again, you, go, you don't have to be specific, so I know you can't. But do you think there's a difference in any of the challenges between US and UK Drag Race from the ones that you have experienced on the show? I think RuPaul does a great job of translating the Drag Race that you know yeah. and giving it a Britishness. And That's how, great. And how do you think... Uh, he does that. Like, I obviously know that you've got Graham Norton's involved yep. and Alan Carr's involved. Yep. Yep. Well, they're guest judges. And I think that the producers of the show, I mean, the BBC is heavily involved in the show, so they know there's just a very strong contingent of people who are trying to translate this format for a British audience. And I'd say that more than trying to make a British version of a TV show for Americans, what we're trying to do is make a... Uh, British version of the show for British people. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Because yeah. I, I, I was think, I think that when, whenever, when they first announced that they were doing it, my fear was always that it was going to be 
UK queens like just jam, jammed yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. the US format. And I think there's just some things that just, some things do translate and are universal and some things just don't. And I really felt like when I watched Meet the Queens where I was, I, I really liked that everyone stayed really true to being British. All the references, all the in-jokes, there wasn't yeah. a t- an attempt to try and make things like American. They were like, people were talking about like, fucking, I can't think of an example. Well, and also, well, the fact that there's a queen called Cheryl Hall yeah. is a perfect example. <laughs> no, no. I think, and we should just to Can reference... we just raise a glass to bag of chips? Oh, <laughs> the fact that there's a queen called bag Cheers. of chips. Cheers, girls. Cheers, girls. Still our year. Still our year. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, uh, We should say Meet the Queens is like the little kind of, clip they released to introduce all the queens uh, yeah. before the show Meet starts. the Queens has become a very kind of, it used to just be something that people didn't even notice and now it's become really the the very focal point before Drag Race mm. starts. Very was, do you know what's weird is the more we talk about it, the more I feel like Drag Race should have started in the UK. Yeah. For, for, it feels <laughs> so British. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think, think that's why of, this is going to be success. Yeah, I think all of the things that we love about the show are the insane characters and or, or maybe it's maybe it's different depending on the person who's watching it. But like, as a gay man watching it, I love watching the off the wall, insane, batshit, crazy people. Yeah. And yeah, you're not going to be disappointed. Well, that's why the well the people the drag queens that everyone remembers, especially from early seasons, like Tammy Brown. She's insane. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, was there when you when you found out you were going to be in the show? Was there like a challenge from the US version that you've watched over the years that you thought, oh my god, I'm going to have to do that? I think everyone, when they watch uh, Snatch Game, yeah, yeah, well, it's just such a pressured yeah. thing. So, you, and you have to submit it as part of your audition tape. You're, it's hilarious responses to uh, improvised questions yeah. that RuPaul asks. So, you have to be yourself. Yeah, you have to be um, a, a celebrity impersonation, and you have to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do right. That. We're gonna take um, a little break. We're uh, this is a very special edition of Your Welcome America. It's a Drag Race UK and US special, and we will be back after this. <laughs> you really locked eyes with me for that. I was <laughs> so intense. And we're back. I just want to say that Colin, aka Crystal, just said, "Do you know what? This is really good practice for actual interviews." Yeah, he's what? right. <laughs> Wait, have you have you been given any media training? No. Oh. No, I have. I have. I have. Yeah. And mostly it's been don't talk to the media. So, um, <laughs> well, we're, well, we obviously we do not want to stitch you up. We want the best for you and yeah. the show. So thank you but for also, editing out all of the uh, compromising things I've already said. Yeah. said. But if there is anything you want to tell us, you would never tell anyone else. I mean, go for it because it will help all of us. RuPaul is a man. What? I'm leaving. Goodbye. Mm. <laughs> okay, we talked about Snatch Game. Fraser, who, if you were doing Snatch Game, who would you do? Okay, so I have actually got two options if I was going to do too. Snatch Game. Me too, and we can decide them. And you can just let me know which one would be worth it. So my first option would be Alexandra Burke, because <laughs> ethnically mm-hmm. close enough. Um, and, and you are the elephant in the room. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I take that as a full compliment, not the insult that it was meant to be. And I think I could do a really good impression of her when she sung, after she sung Listen with Beyonce at the X Factor final. And <laughs> Dermot is interviewing her and she's crying and she goes, thank you, you've made my dreams come true. And I can also do where she says, okay.com. You just have to do this like breathy thing. She's like, hey, babe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So she would be my main one. Right. That sounds a bit thin. If okay. I'm, I'm oh. not going to lie. Wait, and, who, and quite niche. Okay. So who's the, who's the US equivalent of Alexander Burke? 
I like don't know. it could have been Kelly Clarkson, but Alexandra never made it. Yeah, yeah it's someone less Fantasia. Yes, we'll go with Fantasia sure. Fantasia yeah. 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 Okay. And then my second one you're really going to like because it's so broad and not niche at all. And it's just someone I can do a really good impression of. Um, it would be like a gender fluid version of the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Because <laughs> I could do a really, really good impression of him. Do you, you want to hear it? Yeah, let's yes. Mustard? Who said anything about mustard? <laughs> Don't let me be silly. <laughs> That's an incredibly good impression of the Mad Hatter. And I also, so I guess I'd have to do him as like a, a glammed up Mad Hatter. That's... That's a fantastic okay. idea. Thank you so much. That will get you <laughs> top two. And I also think, worst case scenario, have like 10 hats on standby. Exactly. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It's a constant yeah. hat reveal. Every hat. time you answer a question, yeah. there's a smaller what, 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 hat underneath. What's under my hat? I yeah. don't know. Man, I think it's another hat. Oh my God. Season two, I'm doing it. I'm coming yeah. for you. So are we, are we, we're settled on Matt Hatter for yeah. him. Yeah. Love it. Matt Shatter. I've, oh. Perfect. Done and done. I've got two options as well. Okay. Okay. My first option um, was inspired by this photo that Candy Spelling um, posted just the other day um, ahead of Labor Day. Now, just take a look at this photo. Candy's on the far right. Oh, God, she looks terrifying. There she is. And basically, she is sitting with the, the Spelling family in front of a grill. And it says, any grill works as long as you spend Labor Day with family. And it's a grill at like a, um, a restaurant where food's grilled in front of you. Now, everyone knows that Tori Spelling famously fell on a grill in a restaurant. At Benihana. At Benihana. I think yeah. she's shading. Yeah. I think she's shading Tori. Yeah, she burnt herself So I like to think grill. that I could do a Candy Spelling where I just sure. constantly, and I can't even do her accent, but I just would put on some sort of accent. I would just constantly refer to Tori Spelling. Sure. And I would just talk about like pushing Tori onto grills. And doesn't Candy Spelling famously have a present gift wrapping, wrapping room? Oh, well, in Spelling yeah. Manor, we had that gift wrap room, of course. Sure. I could wrap anything, but nothing for Tori. She's not getting anything. Yeah, and you could <laughs> gift wrap a hibachi grill for her. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> This is for you, Tori. It's hot. Something like that. Yeah. My other option is, it's closer to home, and it is Subo. Oh, I mean, yes. Yeah, you... Now, yes. Subo, Hit it would look like Subo. this. It would just be like this. Oh, my God. Hang on. Subo. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait. Take, a, for, take a photo. Please. Take a photo. Please. Let's hang on. I'm going to zoom right in. <laughs> Perfect. That'll be on the Instagram. And, and Subo, much like Hodor in Guardians of the Galaxy... Subo, much like Hodor in Game of, Game of Thrones, Thrones yeah. would just say, Subo. Like most of the, and if like she didn't know what to say, she'd just say, well, no, I'm, I'm Subo. I've got and my, every now and then she, she would, go, would say, I've, I've got my cat Pebbles. <laughs> and then she would say, ain't no bum party. Oh yeah, ain't don't no, forget. Ain't no bum party. And then every now and again she'd go, I dreamed a dream of times gone by. I'm Subo. Like that. I don't know if we're going to get a licensing for that song. Okay. You've got to change your act. Sorry. So am I Subo or am I Candy Spelling? <laughs> Definitely Subo. Okay, there we go. Well, that's, that's uh, settled for season, season two. two. <laughs> you and me versus each other in the Snatch Game. Perfect. It's <laughs> actually Subo versus a gender fluid version of the Mad Hatter. <laughs> Sue's anal bum Mad Hatter party. Oh my God. <laughs> Perfect. Done and oh. done. Well, there you go. Um, Drag Race UK, you're welcome for that. Um, I want to just go back to the beginning very quickly and I want to ask about... Um, now, your name originally, we like to talk about this, sure, your name yeah. is Crystal, yeah. but originally your name was Crystal Beth. Yeah. Now, it, you changed it. Were you asked to change it? What happened? No, no I wasn't asked. I asked to change it. Uh, when I found out I was going to be on the show, I took the opportunity to change my name. I had wanted to change it, but being a mononymed drag queen is kind of a challenging thing to do, yeah. unless you've got a really good... Uh, like reputation and fame. Um, so I wanted to, I've been wanting to do it, 
finding out I was on Drag Race meant that I had the opportunity to do so. Okay, and why did you want to change it? Uh, it's kind of like boring and woke, but like I t- I was called Crystal Beth because I wanted to call myself Crystal, and then I needed a second name because I thought you had to have two names to yeah. be a drag queen. Yep. Um, that made sense. Like I was like, oh, should I be Crystal Balls? Should I be Crystal Beth? But I just wanted I wanted the Crystal because Crystal is like an '80s stripper super villain yes she's the villain in a soap opera she's the stripper with a heart of gold she's anything you want her to be she's sexy she's slutty she's mean exactly exactly all of the things that i want to be with my drag but crystal beth uh yeah that was just a name that i kind of found myself forced with so and i was never really that comfortable with the idea of mocking crystal meth yeah yeah i mean if i if i had ever taken crystal meth which i haven't but I mean, people have. I would feel really comfortable in like making fun of Got that. It. Yeah, yeah. But I, I haven't. Yeah. I think just to, I think just to maybe clarify your point there, it's like if if crystal meth, unfortunately, it hasn't been part of your backstory. If it had been part of something that you'd recovered from, yeah. you would have a certain uh, amount of ownership. Absolutely, over, and over and that. I don't have that ownership. Yeah. So therefore, like I feel like mocking it with a name is kind of just it's a bit cheap. So the BBC didn't ask you to change no, it? No, no, and if and if anything, they thought I should keep it because it's kind of a bit cheeky and funny. Yeah, but, um, I think that's cool. I like that you took yeah. that initiative. Thank you. I'm really, it's just Crystal the drag queen. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And um, Crystal is literally a superhero with, like, superpowers that, I don't know, destroy you with her vagina. Ooh. Whatever it I is. I like it. It's and whatever, and it's, Crystal is whoever you want And you to do be. do that, and you've always done that. I've so. always done that. Um, I just wanted to, I thought of two drag names for myself. So obviously when I'm competing in season two to do that amazing snatch game, I have two different names that I was going to give. And I just wanted to run them past you as a now a drag expert, as drag mm. royalty now that you're in the family. Oh. Thank you. Drag yes, thank you for uh, it. I haven't yeah. acknowledged it yet. And I'm sorry, your highness. Um, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. Should I curtsy? <laughs> there we go. Um, so I've got two. The first one is terrible. It's really, not, so I think it might be offensive, but let me just, t- just tell me if it is. So... First name Jen. <laughs> second second name, DeFluid. I'm Jen oh. Jen DeFluid. Wow. But <laughs> thoughts? I, mm, feelings? Oh. Uh, Ladies um, and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Jen DeFluid. Uh I think gender fluid is dead on the ground. It's uh, Jen DeFluid? No, it's, I understand. It's a, German, I, it's a yeah, German I name. It. I get it. Yeah. Oh, oh you get the pun. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, no. on to the next one, Jen. Next one. Okay, so the next one, this is very specific to what I think my act would be. Great. I've always thought that I would like to portray a combination of lots of different rom-com characters and do lip syncs to different songs from rom-com. So it'd be me I like... I think we're on to a good one. Yeah, it'd be like me lip syncing yeah. to Perfect Day from uh, Legally Blonde. Sure. And it'd be like a mashup. And I basically, I'd like to think that I'd always come in with a tray of coffees and spill sure. them on myself. Suddenly, you do a Suddenly I See. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, my I thought for that, I'd be called Bridget Groans. Now, now we've got a name. Okay, season two, Bridget now Groans. Bridget Groans also name. is very on brand for you. Please welcome to the stage, Bridget Groans. Oh. That is an oh, exceptional, okay, exceptional drag name. Thank you so much, season two, everyone. Thank you, Bridget Groans Diary. Yeah, Bridget Groans Diary. Um, oh, I don't have a name. My, my, well, my name over the years has been uh, Julianne Whore. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I do look wonderful in a red wig. Sure. Oh, I can imagine. Simple yet effective. Yeah. <laughs> and also, my one of my favorite puns is a pun that's just a bit shit. Yeah. Doesn't quite work. Yeah. I um, think Julianne Hall. Because what I like is on Drag Race, off of the 
people lose their last name. So I like the fact that you just be called Julianne. Julianne. <laughs> just referred to forever as, oh yeah, Julianne. <laughs> oh, it's really rough. Really rough. Yeah. Well, season But two. also 2019, we'd have to call you Julianne Sex Worker. Yeah, true. I'd maybe change my name to like Julie then. Julie <laughs> so the you sex would just worker. be Julie the Sex Worker. <laughs> okay. Season Julie two. Julie the gainfully employed sex worker. <laughs> yeah. So season two is Julie the Sex Worker versus Bridget Grimes. <laughs> Great. God, we are we are producing the show for them, aren't we? <laughs> um, so I had a something I wanted to run past you, and you can tell me if this is offensive or not, or tell oh, me how you feel about oh, I it. I can't wait now. So obviously our whole podcast is about US versions of things and UK mm. things. Um, so I thought just that um, I would run past not every single contestant, but I obviously watched Meet the Queens, and I thought it would be fun to think of who the US equivalent of some of the queens would be. Oh my god! So you don't have to. You you look. You're not agreeing or disagreeing with me. If you have other ideas, if you want to defend people, if you want to, you know, whatever you want to do, it's it's all good. This is just. Sure. And bearing in mind, I made very snap decisions, much like Drag Race viewers. I made the first decision, and it's the first thought I had. Sure. So am I just no, no, guessing no. or knowing? Well, just just tell me tell me your thoughts. I thought we'd start with: Have you been compared to? Who have you been compared to from the US version mm. of Drag Race? Yeah, I've gotten a lot of milk. Yeah. Yep. And I've gotten a lot of pearl. I, okay, Which, so. to be honest, I'm, I'm flattered. Have you met either of them? Oh, right. Sorry, sorry. We've had an, we've had an, interu- an interruption from my husband, Tom, who's the other listener. And I have met milk. <laughs> the other listener. Sorry, wait a minute. Yeah, so we have just... we have a studio audience. Oh, studio yes, audience. Studio. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, so yeah. so so Tom's just reminded you you have met Milk. I have met Milk. We were in a club in East London. Yeah, and we went up to him and said, "You're Milk," <laughs> and he said, "Yes, I am," and that was the interaction. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna get. You're gonna. You're gonna get. Yeah, that. you're gonna be. Are you Crystal? And you'd be like, Oh, yes. no, no. I actually wait a minute. I want. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> To get off my face right now. I wait a minute. I want to start this now. Don't go up to Colin and say you're Crystal. If you want to get his attention, you got to throw crystals at him. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Shower Sharp him ones. Crystals. Yeah. Sharp <laughs> ones. Just throw them at him. Yeah. And oh wait, well, what? A B crystals. What we're going to call your fans? Ooh. Do oh. they have a name yet? Um. Oh, Chris- um crystallites. Uh, stalactites. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that okay Fraser well yeah no because funnily you say that I did write down what I think would be your US equivalent I did write milk slash pearl oh and, wow and let me tell you why I'll give you my reasons okay please because both of them were renowned for being a very pleasing on the eye when they were out of drag as well mm. and I'm, I'm throwing that compliment your way I think you're very handsome oh thank I think, you I think the drag race viewers are going to realise that too when they see you in your uh Interviews for the show out of drag. You're welcome, America. Yeah. After dark. Ooh. <laughs> no, oh, fine. I'm not drag. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that they also are known for what people would call alternative styles of drag. And as I know you very well, I know that you probably would consider your style of drag not completely within the mainstream. So that's why I thought them. Thanks. <laughs> you I mean, I, to welcome. be honest, I'm I'm very flattered for those references. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, great. They're great ones. So I I'll just uh, skim over a couple of them and just you tell me how you feel about this. I wrote down uh, for bag of chips. I wrote down Bianca Del Rio. How do you feel about that comparison? Um, I think Baga is much less calculated than Bianca. Okay. I, I mean, I have never met Bianca, but my impression of Bianca is that she's got like she's got a rehearsed. She's ready. Set. You yeah. know, she knows what she's doing. Whereas Baga is this 
absolute manic, <laughs> wild. Like, she's literally a bag of chips. <laughs> I don't don't fully know what that means, but I, I love I, it. I can't wait to find out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next one. Okay, um, so I also wrote down, uh, for Cheryl Hole, this might just be a visual thing, I said Courtney Act. Oh, no, I'd give Cheryl Hole and Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, Ooh. that's what other other member of the audience, Jesse. Studio audience. Yeah, yeah. studio audience. Yeah. Uh, that's what he says. Oh, yeah. an Alyssa vibe. Okay. Yeah, very much so. Oh, okay. I, I the can... dancing diva of Essex. Any, okay, well, I'm just going to show it to Colin. Any that you think really stand out from this list? Yeah, there's, I mean, some of them are insults, especially Davina DeCampo. I feel like I, I think I went a bit harsh with that. <laughs> Okay, what did I you just burst out laughing at? I didn't mean at? it as shade. I was just... My impression of Davina De, De Campo. I said Mrs. Kasha Davis. <laughs> yeah, that is harsh. Yeah, I, maybe I was a bit too harsh. I'll tell you um, why, I'll tell you why no, I said No, no, I think the, the gothy one's good. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll give gothy, that. Gothy Kendall, I, I said Violet Charchsky. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think gothy is uh, the most fashion-y queen I've ever seen on yeah. Drag Race. Well, there we go. That's, She's yeah. fucking gorgeous. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I, I got that one sing. right. Um, and then, yeah, maybe I won't read the other ones. Oh, actually, I've got one more that I think maybe could be a talking point. Um, so the the last one, I thought Blue Hydrangea. I thought Ben de la Creme. Oh. i tell you why. Because I felt like she had a very, like, miscongeniality, that very kind of, like, sunny, like, Ben yeah, de la Creme. Yeah, sunny kind and of goofy persona. kind of yes. thing. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, I see that. But it's really hard for me to separate the two, and I... Yeah, I, I actually don't see that at all. Oh. Because I see Blue as very much like more of a a look kind of makeup queen. Okay. Which is not how I think of Ben de la Creme. Yeah. Uh, She's more of like a performance But there queen, is, oh, now you've said it, there's something there. Okay. Oh, out, of, out of all the UK queens on the new season of Drag Race, uh, who are you closest to? Who have you sort of, now that filming stopped and all this publicity is ramping up, I know you're spending time together, but who are you really close to? To be honest, we've all got this kind of WhatsApp group oh, that that's we're nice. just all chatting on. And What's it called? I can't reveal that information. Ooh, oh. love it. Um, and we're having like lovely chats about all of the craziness that's going on. Oh, that's um, nice. I knew that's a couple. It's yeah, a shared experience, right? Absolutely. And I knew a couple of them beforehand. Um, so that's really nice as well. Um, but to be honest, none of them were super close friends beforehand. And, uh, yeah, we're kind of all going through it together. Well, you didn't go in the show to make friends. That's right. Yeah, it's not RuPaul's best friend race. Not RuPaul's best friends race UK. Famously. <laughs> Who said that? LaShawn Beyond. LaShawn Beyond. In the, after the post-apocalyptic challenge. You've got it. I think as we're getting close to the end of the episode, I actually want to shout out to the studio audience. Studio audience, do you have any questions that oh, you want yeah. to ask? Oh, Q&A. Yeah. Oh, Q&A. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Studio audience. Oh, hang on. Studio audience got a couple of questions. Hang on, I can see, I can see a hand raised okay, over there in the hand, crowd. No, make sure the mic gets all the way over there. No, yeah, get, get to you, the mic. Ma'am, Speak into the mic. You, madam, in that, in yeah. that exquisite sweatshirt. Mm. Please oh, tell who us are you your wearing? Yeah, where do you wow. hope to be in six and, right. six and 12 months' time? Well, I think I'm just trying to keep myself really grounded and, you know, oh I'm, I'm not trying to get too much. I think my main goal is just like, you know, just simple world domination. Oh, got it, got uh, it, got it. I think that's like pretty achievable. It's going to be fine, isn't it? <laughs> when, when did drag become your full-time job? Uh, 18 months ago. Got it. Yeah, so I quit my job at Swarovski Crystals. <gasps> oh. oh. 
And uh, yeah, I devoted myself full time to the art of dressing like a lady person. And it's now just going to get even more full time. It's very, very strange. going into overtime. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. oh. Here she is. oh. any other? You don't studio? have to be mad to work it, but it does help. <laughs> so what I will say is that um, just as we're talking about kind of your plans moving forward. One thing we haven't fully touched on is you do a show in the UK. Yeah. You have your own kind of variety cabaret Absolutely. drag performance night called yeah. Mariah and Friends. That's right. And we might know a little bit about it because maybe in some capacity we have worked at it, appeared on it, <laughs> <laughs> done something to do with it at some point. You've both propped it up at various points in the I, I ran, existence. I ran tech for it in one terrifying night where I was operating a laptop from a... Fraser, press play! ...behind a high balcony, <laughs> my hand shaking over a YouTube clip trying to press play. <laughs> Then you compared it dressed as a unicorn. Yeah, a I unicorn. did a cameo as a unicorn, remember that? Oh, that's right. But, and um, it's Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you for your support. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, You're want... the reason I'm barely standing before you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so are you, you going to continue doing Mariah and Friends Absolutely. these days as well? Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, how, how would you describe what Mariah and Friends is? Mariah and Friends is a uh, monthly queer uh, cabaret showcase vaguely... Loosely, slightly inspired by Mariah Carey. Um, so we take her delusion, her lip syncing, her costume malfunctions, and we just translate that into a, a monthly oh, queer lovely. showcase. So we've got uh, drag queens, we've got drag kings, we've got circus, we've got burlesque, we've got circus. I've said circus. I'll say circus once more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just this riotous, messy, fun, queer drag night. Nice. Very fun. I've it's been super yeah, fun. not just working at it, but also attending it. It's one of the funnest nights ever. Thanks. People should go to it. <laughs> Support local drag. Yeah. Support your East London drag queens. Yeah, and I really hope that we can continue doing it. I will be at every single month I can. And uh, yeah, it's a really fun night. And hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that some of the Drag Race UK queens are going to come and appear. Absolutely. We've had Cheryl, we've had Cheryl Holt already. And yeah, we'll have more of them. Definitely. And how do people find out more about Mariah and Friends? Just visit my Instagram or visit the Mariah and Friends Instagram. And what, yes. are they? what are they? Mariah, it's, oh, sorry, my Instagram is crystal.will.c.u.now. <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and Mariah and Friends is Mariah and Friends, all one word, with a Z. And if you ever want to... Uh, Z in America, by the way. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And if you ever want to get in touch with the podcast, you can uh, leave a comment on our Instagram oh. at youarewelcomeamerica. <laughs> yes, you can. Well. <laughs> um, right, we're going to go and then we're going to... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hang on. We've got a... Studio audience Studio got a audience have piped up. Um, Hi, sorry. Can I... Hang on a sec. Sorry. Can you just part the crowds? You, sir. <laughs> you, sir. Over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch. Actually, you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, just so to reiterate that question from the audience was, who would you say has made you? Tell us, Crystal, who made you? Now, now bearing in mind that we are fans of the rainforest yes. on this podcast, yeah. be careful. I mean, if I had to really sum up my drag persona, there's really only one person. And, um, you know, they're a dear friend of mine. Um, they live in California, near California. Uh, well, it's Crystal Connors from Showgirls. Oh, of yeah. course. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry, Michael Balenson. Well, no! The Rainforest! Oh, we've lost the whole oh. thing. 
Oh, well, we don't need to breathe. It's fine. (laughs) 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 They're the lungs of the world, but Crystal Connors is the heart of drag. Oh, that's nice. Oh, well, we would say no more. Should we uh, Uh, have another break? Yeah, have a quick break. And we're back. And as ever, we're going to round out the show with Welcome Not Welcome, which is where we think of British or American things and we say whether they're welcome or not welcome, aka whether we like them or don't like them. However, in our Drag Race UK US special, our special guest Crystal is providing us with our Welcome Not Welcome topics. Yes, thank you. I mean, as a Canadian who moved to the UK, I feel like I've had to spend a lot of time working out what the fuck is going on in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> still, um, Do you still know or have you worked it out? No, I mean... <laughs> I don't know where I am half the time. I think right now I'm in LA. You are. Yeah. Who knows though, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got some, I've got some, some ideas. Okay. Um, us. Okay. Welcome or not welcome. The term teetotal. Oh, wait. Is that not a thing in the US? Absolutely not. Oh, wait. Hang on. Wait, wait we've got an American in the room. Audience Jesse? member Jessica over there. Uh, teetotal? So what would you say? Sober? You might say straight edge. What? Teetotal is someone who doesn't drink, right? Yeah. Or do you think it's someone that just drinks loads of tea? <laughs> yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. Someone who's a light drinker and someone who's sober are a different things. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. teetotal is sober. <laughs> I'm going to, hang on, quick, I'm going to actually, Google, I'm actually just going to do a quick Google of the I have the British people's minds. I know. Etymology. Yeah, I wonder where that's come from. Etymology. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I can't find the etymology for teetotal. So. Okay, well, teetotal, welcome or not welcome, compared to sober. Sober, sober sounds so. Oh, I don't know. But what does it mean? Can someone explain teetotal to no, me? No, according, okay, according to the, according to the etymology, it says. Um, um, so apparently, there's the etymology is a bit hazy about this, but apparently, in 1827, in a New York Temperance Society. Um, if you pledged to not drink, you would sign the letter T after your name. Oh, so it's T total. I think that's apparently for where it temperance. Comes from. T for T uh, for temperance. I, I mean, I rest my case. Yeah, <laughs> not welcome. Yeah, not welcome. Welcome or not welcome. The term. She's fallen pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I have never thought about how I funny mean, that, that is as a term. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> She's just falling onto a dick. It makes no sense. Oh, I tell you what, I fell onto that dick and then I fell pregnant. <laughs> okay, let's. I need to throw. We need to throw this out one. This one out to Jesse again. Jesse, have you ever heard of the term "fallen pregnant"? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it sounds felt, like you've just come pregnant. down with the worst illness. Yeah, it really. Does. No, but it, no, it sounds like a gentle illness. Oh, I've oh, fallen. Oh, oh, I've no, I've just... Yeah, no. it's like maybe like some light consumption. Yeah. Or, or having like the vapours. You're like, oh, fall, well, my sir, she's fallen pregnant. <laughs> maybe like a nice southern, like a southern <laughs> bell term. I see. Well, I have to take my, my, my vapours on the veranda because I have fallen pregnant, <laughs> sir. So there you go. It could work in America if you... Do, in southern <laughs> bell kind of yeah, way. I think, I think it's welcome. Very, very welcome. Very welcome. No, especially with that southern bell <laughs> remix. Okay. I'm convinced, <laughs> but it can only now be said with a southern accent. Oh, what's so Oh, so I, I think we've I actually. Fell, I fell on a oh, penis. Oh, and oh I'm, I'm coming I'm, over. Oh, and I'm pregnant. I'm coming over with a baby in my. Oh. Okay, that's welcome. Great. I think we really married the two worlds there. 
Oh, and this is another uh, another one. <laughs> welcome or not welcome, wearing hats at weddings. This is a very Ooh. British thing. Uh, it's like expected. Even in the UK, you would say like, oh, uh, like, oh, Ben, you and Jesse have been going out for a while. Should I be buying a hat? As well. if like, are you about oh, to get married? Have you heard that? Oh. You, know, you know where that was really pushed into everyone's minds was on Blind Date with Cilla Black. Really? Yeah, she always used to end. Am I right? Am I right? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, she always used, every agrees. time, every time when, when like when the date had gone well on Blind Date, she'd always be like, "Oh, that chuck, should I be buying a hat?" Oh, <laughs> I did the wrong accent for her there. I did her from Yorkshire. It's fine. It's my interpretation. <laughs> it's not an impression. It's an interpretation. <laughs> hey, yo, but I'm Cilla Black. <laughs> you definitely got the essence <laughs> of Cilla Black. U.S. equivalent of Cilla Black. Marie Osmond. Ooh, Fine. Whoa. I don't know where that came from, but well, we'll go. see. We'll see what people think. Yeah, we'll see that the feedback. Wearing a hat to wedding. Like the thing is, I do. Um, I'm very conflicted in weddings in general. Half of me loves the whole pomp and show and tradition. The other half of me hates it. But there is something quite fun about lots of people wearing hats. And isn't mm-hmm. there the rule that the uh, people cannot take their hat off at the wedding until the mother of the bride has removed her hat? Something like that. Oh, That's an that official is rule. Fantastic. And I'll tell you how I know that because I've been to ten thousand fucking weddings, as you know from previous episodes. Mm. Every fucking day. Uh, but I also love uh, sometimes you know because it's modern you know these days modern times might not wear a hat might wear a fascinator. Bang on that fascinator. Bang it on. Well, like so a, what is the difference between a, a well, hat? And a hat a like has full coverage. A fascinator is full like, coverage. It does. I like a fascinator is more like a hairband with maybe like some springs and a butterfly sure, in the sure. end. And where does a veil where does a veil fall in that you're, spectrum? You're making it sound like people wearing those those things that you wear for New Year's Eve, like a dearly bopper. It's like a band, two <laughs> two s- sad springs with a butterfly on the end of each of them, which I think would be an amazing fascinator. <laughs> well, it's a wedding. I, I thought I thought I was meant to. <laughs> Well, I definitely think hats or fascinators at weddings, 100% welcome. Yeah, I also know people that have been on Henry Kens where you do a fascinator making class. Kill Oof. me now. Um, oh. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, any others for us? Uh, yeah, I've got another one. Uh, welcome or not welcome, buying rounds. Ooh. I find buying rounds very sociable, but very stressful. Yeah. Mm. So just to explain to our US audience, buying rounds, like there are five of us currently in the, the You're Welcome America studio and say we went for a, a drink, or maybe a cheeky pint after the show. Yep, oh, I'll get the bear. first round in, yep. i.e. I will go up and buy a drink for all five of us. Then it falls to the next person to buy all five. But, but then the implication is that there will be five rounds. Yeah. It's five drinks. Five drinks. Too much. Too much. Yeah, Don't and I tell that. you why that won't work in this country, in America, because the drinks here are so fucking strong that if you were like, oh, I'm going to have a margarita, and you have one, and then you have to drink another four of them afterwards, it's... you will be technically legally dead. Is that why I'm so drunk right now? Because oh, yeah, I've yeah. had three margaritas. Oh, they're, yeah, really, they're, oh, they're yeah, so yeah. strong here. Oh, there's uh, no there's no measures. There's no weights or measures act here. They are... Uh, Spanish measures. It's a Spanish, Spanish measure. Spanish measures. You'll know from that show you did. You know that, well, you know that's why Greek went bust. Because they did all the free pouring. Why, oh. Greek, why Greek went bust? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even drunk anything. It's teetotal over there and yeah. you put it wrong. Um, <laughs> Only drinks tea. Right. Just drink, drinks totally too much. Tea. Too totally much. Tea. Totally, totally tea. tea. Um, <laughs> that sounds like an MTV reality show, doesn't it? From totally back in the tea. Day. Yeah, problematic. We're cancelled. Um, yeah, oh, I'm not welcome. Not welcome. Because it forces you into drinking too much. There's way too much pressure. Yeah. It makes me it's... nervous. And also, when we're a bit younger and we had less money to spend yeah. on drinks, it was very stressful. Absolutely. It's everything that's wrong with British drinking culture. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're not wrong. 
Way to, you know, endear yourself to your British fans out there, Crystal. Well, you know, they need a flashlight shining right in their eyes. Translation. Torch. Torch. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think, well, I think... I we, think we've we, come we, to a natural peaked. end there. We have peaked. Uh, we just want to say, Crystal, thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show. Thank you for having Our me. Our audience, please go follow Crystal, go follow Mariah and Friends on Instagram. If you want to watch Drag Race UK, it is out on Thursday, October 3rd on BBC iPlayer. That's right, at 8pm. There we go. And in the US, it's going to be on... Wow, wow Presents Plus. Which is like an app, isn't it? Yes. We're getting it, aren't we? Yes, we, we are. We are going to be watching it here in this very place. In We're the You're Welcome America Race. studio. In the You're Welcome America studio, we are going to do Drag Race UK viewing. We are, actually. official. Hashtag Team Crystal. Yes, Team Crystal. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, I'm going to do like a look for the first episode for what? you. What does like a bit vacant and excited well i'm always sweaty so i've got i've got i'm hitting your brand straight up i'm gonna be coming in sweaty well i'm gonna be wearing my my team crystal t-shirt if yes. you want to get any crystal oh. merch where oh. can we get it please visit crystalwillseeyounow.com there you go <gasps> whoop, whoop. oh my god i didn't know you had merch that's so exciting <sighs> this... wow, that is legit i'm excited so well thank you very much everyone this has been your welcome america drag race special in yes. In the spirit of Anne Robinson at the end of The Weakest Link, I just want to say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye! <laughs> that was the Mad Hatter saying goodbye. Taking off his hat and jumping... <laughs> it's the final hat reveal. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Super uh, out. You're welcome. <laughs> you're so far up your mouth, I think you can smell your own shit! Where are you from, Jonathan? South Shields. I thought. Well, there were three of us. In this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stuff, working with flour.